Jesse Douglas Smith McGraw, and this is What Moves You with Jesse. I'm a transformative coach on a mission to share an understanding of how our minds work that challenges how we react to life and our thoughts. I love to share stories and common sense ideas that empower you to take charge of yourself in a way that brings immediate and profound change. What I know to be true is that we are all innately healthy and doing our best with the thinking we have available to us on a moment-to-moment basis. And waking up to this will change what moves you. I'm so happy you're here. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to What Moves You with Jesse. It's so wonderful to be back in your ears after the small hiatus that I took away. I hope this finds you well, no matter where you are in the world. So today, I'd like to dive into the idea of worthiness. I know, it may sound like a big task (laughs) for a 10-minute tune-up, but hang in there with me because it doesn't have to look or feel as complex as you may think. All I'm ever wanting you to experience with this podcast is a little more freedom inside yourself, and I think we can achieve that today, if you're game. So, I got a text not so long ago with the question, what do you do if someone doesn't like something you said or did? What do you do if someone doesn't like something you said or did? The person texting me had made someone mad, and she had an upset stomach about it. So firstly, I went for the quick answer. I shared that I first apologize, then I listen for understanding as to why what I said hurt. Then I share the intention behind why I did what I did or said what I did, so they have more understanding about where I was coming from. Then I finished with an apology because, of course, hurting feelings is never my intention. And by the way, this isn't a formula or a technique or anything. I just had a quick think around my process, and this is what came out. After sharing this with her, she replied with more information. She said getting an upset stomach was actually a very common reaction when she worried she had made someone mad or had hurt feelings because of her. She wanted to get to the heart of it because she felt as though it was chipping away at her own self-confidence. This was great information for me because all of a sudden I had a ton of memories of my own come into my ether. All growing up and well into my 20s. Uh, what a lie. <laughs> into my 30s. <laughs> I had a very similar reaction. But as I shared with her, the worries and upset stomach that she experiences after the exchange that makes someone mad or hurt, I used to get that even before interacting with someone. So specifically, if ever I felt the need to use my voice and potentially be confrontational, even in the nicest of ways... I would get so sick to my stomach that I would often give up on the idea of speaking up for myself because I just didn't want the hassle. I would think to myself, 
oh, Jesse, you can just grin and bear it. Or they won't even remember what they said, so it's not worth bringing it up. Or I can figure out a way to let them know that that doesn't work for me in some roundabout way. Which inevitably would lead me to saying some little white lie. Maybe you've experienced the little white lie to cover for not wanting to attend something. That's the most common. Like, oh, I'm so sorry I can't come to your party because I'll have family in town. When really, I just didn't want to go to the party. I hated the white lies, but they felt safer to me than being honest and potentially hurting someone's feelings. Does all of this sound familiar? If it does, please know that all of what I'm sharing here is so, so common. What broke things up for me was realizing that I had my worthiness tied to how people perceived me. Without really being aware of it, I was constantly vigilant of how I was being perceived by my friends, family, colleagues, Geez, even strangers at the grocery store. There was no exception. And what I mean by saying I was vigilant of how I was being perceived is that I was laser focused on what I thought people thought of me and how I made them feel. God forbid folks have their own feelings <laughs> because what if they were anything but positive? <laughs> Oh, God, so exhausting. I want to give my past self a big old hug. (laughs) So let me ask you, if you were holding a newborn baby in your arms right now, would you look at that baby and think, aw, you won't be worthy until people like you? Or you won't be worthy till you have an amazing career? I've got more in my pocket. You won't be worthy till you're married with children. Or you won't be worthy till you have a ginormous amount of money. (laughs) Would you think any of these things? I'm going to go out on a limb here and assume no, (laughs) of course not. Without even having to think about it, you would look into the eyes of the child and know that they are worthy. Full stop. Probably wouldn't even cross your mind. Because that is the truth about each and every one of us, no matter what we have done or who we are. Our worthiness is inherent in who we are. It's built in. We don't have to do anything to be worthy. We are worthy. No efforts necessary. What happens over time is that we look to the outside world and we begin to condition ourselves so innocently to believe we have to achieve things in order to feel or deserve worthiness. That's a really big idea. So if that feels big to you, know that that is okay too. (laughs) 
the reality is, is that it's a truth of who you are, but it's something that you almost have to unlearn all of your conditioning to really see it. And I don't mean that in like this long, arduous way. You can have an insight right now that unravels everything. So it's not a matter of if you're 40 years old, it's going to take 40 more years of unlearning. None of that is necessary. Just be open to the idea of, holy cow, look at what I have been believing is what I need to do in order to be worthy of life, of living, of anything that is possible. The person who texted me felt completely seen when I shared this with her. And what was magnificent was that she also saw how her worthiness is tied to her career. And maybe you're seeing that too right now? I'm making the guess because it's, again, incredibly common for us to get wrapped up in all that we do in order to seek approval from the outside world that we are worthy. And the suffering, oh, the suffering that we experience when we believe we haven't achieved whatever it is that we've made up in order to feel worthy. For me, that was achieving positive feelings towards me at any and all costs, including my own happiness. Oof. What a hopeless loop we can get ourselves into. It makes me think of Father Greg from Homeboy Industries when he says that gang violence is the lethal absence of hope. When someone wakes up to their own inherent worthiness, despite their past, despite their circumstances, despite their internal dialogue, hope returns without effort and with fervor. We begin to feel like we can bet on ourselves despite our challenges. And again, the fact that I'm pointing to something that is already within you right now, in this moment, without having to do anything, that feels pretty damn hopeful to me. If you have any thoughts, questions, or insights around this topic, please feel free to call the hotline and let me know what's on your mind, because we can take this discussion in a million different directions, and I would love to make it as relevant for you as possible. And that hotline number, which will be repeated after I close the show here, but I'll say it now, that hotline number is 818-646-JESS. That's 818-646-JESS. And the number is also in the show notes for the show. All right. This was a doozy. But it's a good doozy. You are worthy without having to do anything. Sending love in all directions. And I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to What Moves You with Jesse. Let's stay connected. You can find more ideas and strategies on being human 
on my Instagram at what moves you with Jesse. Sign up for my newsletter or learn more about working with me at whatmovesyouwithjesse.com and please rate and review the show and let us know what you think and what resonated. I read every single review. They mean so much to me. You can also call in on our hotline with your thoughts on what resonated there too. It is always live at 818-646-JESS. That's 818-646-JESS. What Moves You with Jesse is produced by Mike McGraw and Tinker City Music. Now, let's take a deep breath and give ourselves permission to live in this moment for what truly moves you.